Hello everybody and welcome to the 358 Health Fitness and Mindset Podcast. My name is Jack Buffery, I am your host, and welcome to today's episode. Now, let's have a little talk about 2020. I mean, what a year it was, not just for the individual, not even just for the society, um, not for villages, not for towns, not for cities, not even for just single countries, but for the whole damn planet. We all had to uh, look at what was happening and adjust our lives somehow. And it was a bit insane when you think about it on the level that COVID-19 had, um, well, the impact it had on our way of life. Now, my true hope, if you're listening to this a few, uh, a year, a year or so, or even a few months from now, my really sincere hope is that COVID-19 is a far distant memory and we're all back out eating in restaurants without wearing masks, shaking each other's hands and giving each other warm welcomes. But as it stands at the moment on the first Monday of 2021, January the 4th, where people are starting to set their goals, the UK at least is in a very different place and we're pretty much in normally, well, sorry, nearly in a national lockdown again. It's looking like that could be the way forward um, in the next week or so. <clears throat> but what I wanted to do to get away from all that miserable type of thinking is give you an idea of five tips, basically, to make the best of 2021, no matter the situation. And when I say that, that means no matter if you're in lockdown, no matter if you're isolated, these tips are kind of universal and they will help you just get 2021 off to the best start. And of course, when things change, because they will change when the vaccine rolls out and everything like that, as things get better, you will find that you will just be able to add to these tips and adjust them as they go on. But I've got five tips here and I'm going to start with the most important one first, and that is put the majority of your focus on things that you can control. Now, we haven't got control over the um, over the lockdowns, over this social distancing and isolation and stuff like that. So is it really worth focusing a lot of attention on that? Is it really worth going onto social media and spending hours looking through trolling comments about how crap the government's running things? Unless you've got a real strong inclination to maybe make a change in these things, and if you have the influence to do so, then I, I do ask the genuine question, is there a point in putting all of your focus into that? Yeah, sure, check what's going on, see how it affects you. But again, unless you are looking to make a change and you have the influence to do so within these kind of matters, put your focus somewhere else that's going to make you happier because a lot of the time, you know, it's going to result in being upset by the things that are getting out. So um, what could you focus on instead that you are 100% controlling? Now, that could be something to do with fitness. I mean, you don't need a gym to keep fit. There's plenty of bodyweight workouts out there. Or it can be something, something as simple as making a promise to communicate with friends and family more via Zoom or via phone calls, text, whatever. You are in control. Basically, the more you feel in control, I should say the less you feel out of control and the more you feel in control, the more you're not going to feel overwhelmed, you're not going to feel anxiety, and you're just going to feel in a better place mentally. And the more you feel in control, the more confident you're going to feel as well. So focus on those things that you can take control of right now. Um, the, the way I heard it summed up a long time ago is don't try to change the weather. Think of the things you can do despite it. Um, and that is always a good kind of philosophy to, to move forward with there. 
Okay, the next one, the next point is create a ritual. Now, the word ritual, I, I struggle a little bit of adding this in because some people associate the word ritual with a little bit woo-woo, a little bit, oh my God, what's he talking about? Is he getting religious on me or something right now? And no, that is that is completely um, devoid of the point. So whether you know it or not, you probably already have a morning ritual. Um, let's say in the morning when your alarm goes off, you wake up, you go to the toilet, you have a coffee, you brush your teeth, you get changed, you go about your day or some sort of variation of that. Uh, it could look completely different, but at the end of the day, morning routines are the same as morning rituals. So a lot of people already have them, whether it's subconscious or not. But do you have a post-work ritual? Do you get home from work and do a certain set of things, um, whether consciously or subconsciously? Do you do them the same every time? What about a pre-bed ritual? So the question I'm going to ask you now is, what can you pop into your routine that will add incremental benefits to your life without trying to move mountains? And by that, I mean, we're not trying to completely overhaul our life in one simple Herculean effort right now. We're not trying to pick up that mountain and move it. This is more kind of a baby steps approach where the simple addition of doing something for five or 10 minutes each day, it doesn't even have to be five minutes to be honest, but doing these things for, for a certain amount of time every day fitting them into the rituals we already have, so whether that's a morning ritual or creating a brand new ritual before we go to bed. What can you do that is going to really incrementally add benefit to your life and a year from now, it would have made a big change. That could be something as simple as doing stretches for five minutes as soon as you wake up. It could be reading for half an hour throughout your day. It could be doing something as simple as stacking habits, doing push-ups and air squats whilst you're boiling the kettle in the morning. Now, what about setting goals for the next day before you go to bed? You can make that part of your ritual as well. All of these things will add huge benefits over time. And that is the point. Don't make them too time consuming or perfect. The idea is to create something that is easy to add into what you already do. <clears throat> okay, point three is explore your interests. Now, something I heard a lot of in 2020 was I'm bored. Whether that was on social media, whether that was my friend saying it to me in person, um, no matter I heard a lot, I'm bored. Now, lockdown or not, if you can explore your interests now, make time to explore your interests now, um, you will surely be able to find things that are going to keep you a little bit more entertained. And if you don't know where to start, I always like to say to people, what were you interested in as a kid? And although that might seem a little bit strange to ask that, so for instance, let's say you wanted to be, a, for argument's sake, an astronaut when you were a kid. Now, you might not have that same passion now to be an astronaut, but maybe you're still interested by space. Maybe you're still interested by the planets and the stars and, you know, the great expanse out there. Or even maybe you're interested by the technology of how people can get into space. Maybe you're even interested in aliens. So that one kind of point that you were interested in as a kid, you've now got three different ways to approach looking at it. And with that in mind, you have a lot of different ways to keep yourself interested. So you can pick up a book, you can watch some videos, you can make some notes, you can delve deeper into the things that you find interesting. And this could be anything from like the example we're already given space. It could be media, it could be animals, history, writing, dance, Arts, gaming, photography, fitness, astrology, the list is pretty much infinite and it's made even more infinite by the fact that you can approach it through so many different ways. So 
don't put yourself in a box. Don't just, um, you know, <clears throat> go about doing the, the ordinary things every day. Have a delve into the things that you find interesting. Not only will you develop some self-awareness by the things that you, you know, you now find you find interesting, but you'll also become probably a bit more passionate about the subject. And who doesn't listen, love listening to a passionate person speak about the subject? Maybe not your friends and family. I'm not saying check their ears off, but you will always be able to find communities online where you can gel with people who are very into similar subjects. So that is point three, explore your interests. Okay, moving on to point four now, that is set yourself some goals. Now, this is the time of year for goal setting, isn't it? Everyone sets New Year's resolutions, but I'm not talking about just setting yourself arbitrary resolutions. I'm talking about setting some real goals. And to do that, you need to give yourself a time frame to do it, whether that's a whole year, whether it's just the first month, whether it is three months, you need to give yourself a time frame. And it doesn't matter what the goal is, whether it is um, monetary related, whether it is uh, health and fitness related, whether it's business related, anything you want to do, you can set a goals for. Um, now, again, you want to make this really real to you. And if you're setting, say, like a 12-week fitness goal, you're going to want to have review points probably once a week and big reviews once every month where you make adjustments if needed. Um, now, look, this is your one and only life. And if you don't master the things you want to by setting goals, it's very unlikely that chance and luck will align to make it happen for you. I like to, um, I like to compare it to... People who want to be rich, but their um, their plan for doing it is by winning the lottery. <clears throat> you know, the chances are not very good that that person is going to get rich. So set goals of things that you want to achieve. Make them real. Make them happen. And as with point three of exploring your interests, you never know. It could make you, uh, it could just take you in places where you didn't expect to go and lead you to more confidence and more happiness, more fulfillment and more self-awareness. Okay. Moving on to point five, and this is probably the point that you expect me to talk about. The reason I left it for last is because it does actually relate to all the other points, and that is take care of your health. <clears throat> like I said, this bleeds into the previous point. So um, take care of your health. Let's relate that first to point one, which is focus on things that you control. Now, you are in complete control of how you move and the food that you put in your mouth. No one force feeds you. Um, if they do, then worry. And I'd definitely report that to someone. But they shouldn't. So if you are in control, then make the right decisions. And this aligns with your, you know, with, with your goals as well on that one. But yeah, focus on what you control. You control your movement. You don't need a gym to do it. You can do a load of amazing workouts on something as big as a yoga mat. Um, so take care of your health also relates to point two which was create a ritual. So if you can create a time and a place where you just solely use it for working out, and whether that place is simply unrolling a yoga mat and getting on there and doing a workout on it, that still counts. But ritualize that, set a time every, you know, three times a week, five times a week, no matter what you want to do, set yourself a time and a place for getting shit done. Just set it up, create a ritual for it, take care of your health and fitness as a ritual. Now, it also relates very much to point three, which was explore your interests. So taking care of your health whilst exploring your interests. There's so many different kinds of workouts you can do. 
whether it is body weight workouts, whether you want to buy yourself a cheap set of dumbbells and a bench, whether you want to do it through dance and movement, whether you just want to do hit interval workouts, whether you just want to go outside and play. I mean, there is so much you can do. And the more that you relate it to a subject that interests you, the more chance you've got to succeeding and sticking to it for the long run. So definitely, definitely explore your interests. Okay, now and then finally, let's relate taking care of your health to point four, which is setting yourself some goals. Now, everybody has health and fitness goals, and we usually think about them this time of year. So think about them intelligently. Uh, think about the things you like to do or would like to do that are going to keep you fit and healthy. So for instance, if you are absolutely, um, if you absolutely love um, dance, any kind of dance, don't set yourself the goal of getting 22 inch biceps uh, because those don't really align. Instead, set yourself some maybe cardiovascular goals or something like that, something that's gonna help you understand yourself better, your movement better, and how you like to move better. Now, yeah, it is possible to reach both goals, but it means doing more than one type of workout routine here. And my aim for you guys is to keep things as simple as possible because something done, something simple done consistently is going to get you better results than something complicated that you struggle to do. Um, so, yeah, again, this is an overall take care of your health because the better you feel, the more confident you're going to feel and the better you're going to approach pretty much everything else. So eat well, live well, and you will start to see big benefits very, very quickly. So that is the five tips. And I wanted to finish off this podcast by saying a little bit about my journey. Now, if you follow me on social media at all, you've probably seen that as of today, I've posted a picture of myself as I am right now, which uh, isn't very flattering for myself, to be honest. I've um, I've overconsumed, like many of us do. I've overconsumed at Christmas, and it's hit my body. Um, as I said on the post that I've done, you can check this out on the 358 Thrive Fitness and Health Community. Uh, there are benefits to eating in a surplus, which means my strength has gone up, but also my body fat has gone up as well. And you can very clearly see that. So over the next, um, where are we? We're on the 4th of January right now. So over the next 12 days, in 12 days, I am going to be celebrating my 36th birthday. The the big number 40 is getting ever, ever closer by the day. But uh, yeah, I'll be celebrating my 36th birthday and I want to see what I can do. I'm going to be using some advanced techniques of the 358 system. I'm still following the 358 system, but I'm going to be advancing some of the workouts and some of the uh, pulse raiser um, elements to really, really make sure the next 12 days I am going to see noticeable results. So Make sure to check out my journey on the social media in my stories on both my Facebook page and on the um, 358 Instagram page. I'm going to be sharing the meals I'm eating. I'm going to be sharing the habits I'm hitting and all of those sorts of things. So you can see what I'm doing and how I'm actually going to uh, lose some fat and make a, quite a noticeable difference between now and my birthday in 12 days time. So guys, I hope you can take some value from witnessing the journey, and I hope you took a lot of value from the five tips to set yourself up for 2021. Please leave your thoughts on the reviews for this and leave a five-star review because it will help this information get into the ears of the right people. 
This is the longest I think I've spoken, um, just kind of off the cuff, rambling on. But I hope, again, it's given you some value. And until next time, guys, I look forward to seeing you. Um, live well and have a great day. Bye.